Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true because the seed always produces increase. And God, of course, as we've been talking about, is a God of increase. And so you need to expect, you need to declare, I am increasing. This is a season of supernatural increase for me. And you need to declare that. You need to apply that to every area of your life. And I love what you were saying, babe, even just about vision. Because this is what I found is that people who get an understanding from the word of God. Mm-hmm. So nobody has an excuse. Well, I just don't have that. No, get in the word of God. Don't be, don't be lazy, but be diligent. And so as you increase... Um, in your time in the word of God and in prayer, then you will see the fruit of that coming forth in your life. And that one of the greatest things is you'll be a blessing to other people in the areas of vision and in the area of supernatural ideas. You'll never see a stingy, small thinking person that comes up with great vision and great ideas and then goes forth and is surrounded by great people and accomplishes great things. You just don't see that happening. So Mm -hmm. these are actually very, very in um very simple practical biblical concepts that people because of religious um teaching and indoctrination really and small thinking they're not even able to grab these things but listen that's why you get in the word of god and you don't allow the enemy and and small thinking religious people to put you down and to minimalize what god can do and minimalize the potential that is in the seed because literally every seed has unlimited potential unlimited the only time that it stops multiplying is when it when is you, not sown when you stop sowing that's exactly and right and so and and you know i i really hope that as we're sharing i mean we just covered like four different areas you know quickly here but there i mean you you literally apply this to every single area mm-hmm. and you know i've seen people where that certain areas of their life their faith is very small other areas it's big and that literally the only reason is because they don't spend time in the word of God in that area and they don't sow seed out of that area. There you go. And so it, it is actually is not a difficult thing really to increase. You've just, but you've got to be dil- diligent. Okay. You can't just, for instance, if we're talking about finances and you um, sow a seed, okay, the Lord speaks to you and says, give that person over there $20. And so you give them $20. Um, Very likely within a short amount of time, you could be blessed with maybe $40 or $60, $100, whatever, because the size of the harvest does vary. Okay, when you get that back, then, then, you know, it's exciting in the fact of it's like, oh, wow, I saw increase. Okay, well, then a lot of people, they're just like, okay, awesome, that was great. And then they just go out and spend the whole $100 that they had. And then and then they're just like, okay, great, it, it, it works, that's awesome. And they never really do anything else with it. And then when they're believing for something the next month, they're like, well, Lord, I, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I sowed seed, that's all I have to do. Listen, if you're actually going to increase in a big way, you've got to continue this all the more and you've got to sow big seed. If you're believing God for $1,000, you can't just sow a $5 seed. 
Right. Now you can start out with a $5 seed, but then when you get blessed with 20 bucks, let's just say, then you're going to take that and at least so half of it. Why? Or maybe so all of it. Why? Because you're building up. You have to understand the way that things that things increase and and so that you keep you're diligent with these things. Okay. So, and then it will become as, as you, as you are continually sowing seed, you're continually reaping. We reap daily in all different areas, personally, through the church, through, um, contact, like connections with, with people. We, I mean, the, the word gets sown back to us. We get blessed through people's testimonies. People are call us and give a, give us a word from the Lord. Um, people will bless us with, you know, I mean, every, every, every type of thing from, from food. Yesterday we got blessed with some great homemade food and a beautiful flower arrangement, um, Mm -hmm. for, for, um, an outdoor one for, for my yard. You know, I mean, you think about like literally daily, it comes in all different ways. But I'm also going to tell you, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying this to break. I'm just to give an example that daily we sow ourselves in all different ways. It mm-hmm. becomes a lifestyle so much so that you actually don't even think about it. It's just a way of living. It's a, it's a way that you, because, and it's just so awesome. And I say that because until you get free in the natural things like what the, the Bible calls mammon and sowing that what has been entrusted to you resources, things you can touch, you can, you can, um, see them, you, you can smell them, you know, money's got to smell, you know, um, all of these different things that, that you, that are in this natural realm until you're faithful with that, how is the Lord actually going to entrust you with true spiritual godly things like the gifts of the Holy Spirit, like his anointing, like his healing power. See, people don't even realize the tie in this. You've got to find yourself faithful and give the Lord things, not just one thing, things to work with, to increase that you can, and all along you're passing tests. You know, the Lord... It used to be a very big deal when the Lord would even speak to us, hey, sow 20 bucks or $25. Why? Because everything was so tight. And we knew if we sow that, that, you know, well, we don't know then where we're going to be able to, if we're going to be able to afford dinner tonight or what are we going to do? Maybe we have enough for today, but what about tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know, and but you got to pass those tests. And now... The amounts are different, but in certain ways, we, we, I mean, we are still passing tests. Why? Because we're all, we're believing for greater things. We regularly declare out of our mouths, Father, we thank you that today will be the smallest seed that we're sowing, even though today's seed looks huge compared to what we've sown before. And we say, Father, we thank you that you're multiplying us. You're increasing us. We are going to be bigger givers than we ever even thought possible. And today we're living out that we're bigger givers than we ever even thought possible, you know, a, a year ago or five years ago, 10 years ago or whatever. But we, because we're continually obedient to what he says to do and we're, and we're intentional about being regular with our giving, tithing and giving and blessing in all ways, then we are setting up a pattern for ourselves that actually we really don't even have to do much. We just stay faithful. We continue speaking his word and it just happens. It's like the word says, the waves of the ocean, they just come in and come in and come in. It never stops. 
And you'll set up that same cycle for yourself. And it won't just be in the area of finances, but that's a start for a lot of people. You haven't been doing that. And you might say, well, I tithe, which yes, you need to tithe. That's the beginning. That's the sign of the covenant that you actually have a covenant with God. But that's not where increase comes from. That is so that when you tithe, that brings the blessing on the remaining 90%. Because of course, a tithe, yes, a tithe is 10%. So then you have the potential, the rest of it, the remaining 90% has the potential, if you sow, it has the potential for increase, mm-hmm. for blessing, and, and all of that, for multiplication. But of course, you sow seed out of that if you want. Now, I said the potential's there, but you're not going to see it unless you take the step and sow seed. And then you're led by the Lord, And I will say this, that there's no greater increase promised aside from the kingdom of God. You can, you know, some people like, but I want to sow into the Save the Whale Foundation. Okay, well, you know, um, I I, I personally don't get that. But if if people want to do that, you can do that. But understand that you're not promised any return. When you sow into the kingdom of God and you're sowing into eternal things, not just here, you're promised a return here on the earth, but you'll also have a, the greatest return actually when you get to heaven, because you're sowing into the lives of people. You're only pro you're promised a greater return sowing into the kingdom of God than you are in any earthly investment. So if I believe if you are a smart person, (laughs) which I know that you are, otherwise you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast that you would understand then that actually the majority of your sowing should be in the kingdom of God. Why? So you get the greatest routine, um, excuse me, the greatest return. It's just like if you're investing into different stocks and, and um, you know, in, investment things and, and bonds and, and things like that, you understand that you're going to sow into the things that are going to produce the greatest return, right? Now, obviously, if it's if it's like a crazy, you know, too good to be true thing, it in the natural thing, it probably, probably is. But thank God we have the word of God that guarantees us that we would have at least minimal a 30-fold return. But you ought to mix your faith actually for a much greater return because the Bible says 30, 60, 100. There's even examples of a thousand-fold return. And truly, God is unlimited. If the gift of faith is on you, there, there actually is, is no limits. So I want to encourage you with this, that you've got to mix faith and you've got to mix obedience because it's the willing and the obedient that are going to eat the good of the land. And when God says you're going to eat the good of the land, it's not the same good word in English that we use. I mean, it is like blow your mind. Amazing. What God will bless you with and really open up things. But, you know, I started to say and kind of left that and I'll, I'll get back to that now that it's amazing that as you see someone who is free. See, this is what happens when you begin to faith and you faithfully obey the Lord and sowing seed. What happens is your trust and obedience stays on the Lord, but you are free. You're free from, you know, insecurities of like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I don't have, you know, uh, this big savings account or whatever. Well, it's fine. And it's, it's a godly principle to save. You need to have that. That's totally fine. But your security and trust cannot be in that. It needs to remain in the Lord. Mm -hmm. But as you're free, 
free from, you know, being manipulated from fear and, you know, oh my goodness, I don't have these resources to depend on. And what am I going to do? I can't, I can't, you know, step out and, and, and I feel this idea for this new business venture or to be able to go to this country on a missions trip, but you know, oh, I don't have the money. And then there's a lot of people just stop there. Oh, I don't have the money. That is a stupid excuse. And notice it's an excuse. Why would you say that when you've got the creator of heaven and earth, if he's told you to do something, do you not realize he's the provider? He gives he gives provision. That means it's for the vision. So whatever he's told you to do, he will provide for it. But if you haven't learned how to depend on him, you haven't learned how to sow seed, then you're at very much of a disadvantage. And so as you get, as you stay free in these areas and just be a good steward of what he's told you to be, some people use that excuse, be a, be a good steward means to be selfish and hold on to everything. That's no, not what not it means. It means you do what the master tells you to do with it because it's not yours. It all belongs to him, which everything we have actually belongs to the Lord. It doesn't belong to us. He's given us an opportunity to prove that we can be a good steward. So actually be a good steward according to the word of God and according to what he's told you to do. And so as you, as you are a good steward and as you're, you're free from um, anything holding you back in this area, you will notice that vision increases. See, the Lord's able to trust you with his plans then. Mm-hmm. And so it's so awesome because people that are generous with natural things, they are the ones who are thinking of, man, we can do this outreach. We can reach people in this way. The Lord has told us we're going to take on this nation. We're going to have revival here. We're going to have a move of the Holy Ghost. See, they think up amazing plans that is not just like some far-fetched dream. It's actually vision from the Lord. And as you walk in it, it comes to pass. Whereas on the other hand, when you have people that are stingy or whatever, all they do is speak the things that you can't do. It's like ridiculous and depressing at the same time. Mm -hmm. That is not the way that we're supposed to be. We're actually supposed to see things through the eye of faith, declare them, and they will be established. Amen. That should be our pattern of living. Absolutely. And, and things, things that are established, that means you, you let them, you, you, you continually eat of the fruit of that. Absolutely. You're continually taking taking a harvest. Uh, that scripture that I read and then my wife read uh, um, also in Second Corinthians chapter nine talks about how God is generous and it says that first He supplies every need plus more and then He multiplies the seed as you sow it so that the harvest of your generosity will grow. And so you're you have everything is about growth. It's not it's not I sow a seed. And then that right that raises up, and I take the I take the fruit off of it and I cut it down. Okay, <laughs> don't do that. You ought to continue to eat from what you have sown. It says, then you'll be abundantly enriched in every way. In verse eleven, as you generously uh, give on every occasion, and so and so you just you you have a un, an unlimited supply that is at your disposal because you're, as my wife was saying, you're a good steward of what God has put inside and into your hand, what he's put in your life. And so you have to continually be looking at the things that are growing and, and help them grow bigger. And so it's not just, it's sowing the seed, but then realizing the potential of the seed that you have sown has the ability to continually reproduce. And if you will keep taking from what has been 
sown and what is getting bigger and bigger, keep taking seed from that. Keep increasing the amount of your giving off of that. And so if God gives you seed to start a business and your business begins to grow, take what is coming out of your business, take seed from that, sow it more. And then as it continues, your business should continue to grow and should continue to thrive. And your giving from that business shouldn't continually to couldn't, shouldn't continue to just be the same. Right. It should be growing. It should be increasing. So whereas you at first were were able to give, you know, um, uh, scores of dollars, you know, from the 20s, that's what scores come from, into hundreds and then into thousands and then Mm -hmm. into tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands. And then that business, you're able to be able to be giving millions out of that business. absolutely. Why? Because you have tended to that, but also you're able to take seeds from that and you're able to plant other businesses. You're able to to exercise all kinds of, of what the power and the potential of the seed is all about. Mm-hmm. If you will be a good steward of what God has blessed you with, God never intended, listen to me, you business people, God never intended for you just to be a single business owner. You are That's the one so who good. stops that. You're yeah, the one who says, true. this is it. It's just like we have the potential of, of, of planting this church here. Well, this church is growing. And so we're getting ready to, to be able to launch another, another church. And then before you know it, there's another one that's going to be launched. And then after that, there's going to be others that will be launched in different areas. And, and so these are, these are seeds that are being planted in different areas. And we're using the seed of people. Right. To plant other churches because of leaders that have that have been raised up in here or have come and, you know, people who have, you know, believers that have come and now they've been nourished in the word of God. They've grown and they see, whoo, we're ready to be planted somewhere. Where should we be planted? Well, we're, we're going to be planted here. We're going to be planted there all over. And so we are excited to pre- to be producing more fruit as of this. And so just as we're doing that in in the the area of churches you can do that in the area of businesses mm-hmm. and so things should be continuing to reproduce should be growing and then the fruit that is being produced other people appreciate that but don't throw the seed away don't chop the stock down mm-hmm. don't don't destroy your ability to continue to sow greater and greater and greater from that original seed let things grow let them grow wild right i mean yes. let it grow i mean when god when god planted <laughs> a garden in eden i don't think things just got to oh this is just this little level and it always stayed and started looking it it, it he put adam and eve in the garden to tend the garden right so that it would continue, yeah, yeah, it would continue to look wild. Otherwise, it would get wild. Everything yes. would be overgrown. Right. And then you can't get to uh, to this thing or that thing. But God intended for things to grow. And there's not a, there's not a limit to growth. It's just that you have to tend to what God has given you the ability to oversee. Absolutely. So tend to your businesses, tend to your families, tend Mm -hmm. to your marriage, tend to whatever it is that God has made you steward of and let it grow big Mm -hmm. and let it reproduce and continue to sow more seed out of what is 
growing extravagantly. And other people are looking at it going like, wow, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. How'd you do that? How'd you do that? We talk to a a lot of people, many people talk to us about, you know, the church. Hey, how are you guys doing this? How does this working for you? We see this happening. What, what, what can we do? And so we're, we're sowing of our understanding and our knowledge and, and of the anointing on our lives. And so whatever it is that God has blessed in your life, Mm -hmm. sow, sow it, sow it, sow it, sow it. And you will see a supernatural significant harvest come out of it. But don't chop it off. And don't say, well, this is the last of this. And this is all that's going to, I got one harvest off of it. And now we're going to cut it down. And then I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna sow some seed over here. And I'm going to wait for that to grow, wait for that to mature. Some of the things that you sow have to mature. That's true. It's not just, it's right. not like a flower that comes up in, in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some of the things that you sow, you might be sowing seed that will that will begin to produce fruit maybe in three to five years. Right. And especially big things. They you always take longer. Oh, yes, they yes, do. Yes, more impactful things. You'll see, you'll see the buds and, and people will stop and you know, you you uh you you go around in seed um in springtime and you see stuff that is beginning that is already grown and you begin to see it starting to blossom. You see buds and you oh that's nice. That's pretty. But I want to tell you, when things begin to bloom and you begin to see, oh, wow, this is what this tree is is about. And in fact, you see some things, they'll bud and then they'll bloom Mm -hmm. and then the fruit comes out. Right. And so the pretty part actually is just there to produce something fruit-wise. Significant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then the fruit, and people think, oh, it's all about the fruit. No, actually, it's about the seed inside the fruit. Mm -hmm. And so that you can take that, you can enjoy the fruit, that's bread for your eating, but there's also seed to sow again. And so I I am talking to everybody here about the power and the potential of the seed. You have seed, and so start sowing more. I, I pray that my wife and I, we're, we're, we're nudging you very, very hardly maybe mm-hmm. in, in areas that you're realizing, you know what, I haven't been faithful in continuing to plant more seeds, or I haven't been as faithful as I should to be tending to and a steward over what God has given me that is growing. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and the harvest from that ought to be increasing. Yes. You should be increasing. The the amount of seed that you're able to sow should continually be increasing. I'm telling you big time. If you have enough seed to produce something to start another plant, then you have certainly enough seed to sow more. Yes. And so start sowing more. Start sowing more out of, out of your church. If you are a minister, out of your ministry, out of your, your um, church, if you are a pastor, you need to be able to sow seed out of your church. It yes. shouldn't just all be going back to you just to do things that, that need to be done in your church or to pay your own, uh, to pay your own uh, salary or even, even to plant another church. It shouldn't all plant otherwise uh, so into right. other ministries <clears throat> in fact so extravagantly into into ministry and so do bigger things do bigger 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 things that's the only way that you grow amen because otherwise you stay small 
So don't have a small mindset. Don't think in small ways. You have to develop the discipline that you don't do that. So when, like for myself, when I have a small thinking thought, I have to take authority over that. I'm like, that doesn't come from God. That comes from the devil to try to limit me or my own smallish thinking or ways. And so then I realized, okay, I've got to build up my spirit in the word of God. I've got to start declaring this even more. And I'll just go, Father, I thank you. I thank you so much for increase in every single area of my life. And I'll just start quoting the word. Right. And you'll be amazed at actually how you begin to think different and act different and speak different. And I mean, it's it not only causes you to expand and increase in every area, but everyone around you as well. That's right. And whatever it is that God has called you to do ask him for other ways to in addition to what you're already doing to be able to operate in that call that you have that is upon your life so for us obviously we're we're pastors we're ministers but we look for what are all the ways that we can operate out of that that we can sow the word so of course um we're, you know, we have, we have in-person services here, Sundays and Wednesday and, and Tuesday prayer and everything. Of course, we're always actively sowing the word and ministering, flowing in the anointing, you know, all of that, those ways. But that's why, you know, we have this podcast we said, because that's another way that, you know, the Lord said, Hey, do this. And we, we love it and we enjoy it. But the primary purpose of it is actually sowing the seed of the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so that we have, you know, we have prison ministry. Why? Because the Lord said, go and take and sow the word in that way. And we have soul winning and we have, you know, they go into the the nursing homes as well on a regular basis. I mean, there's all these different ways we reach out to our our area through what we call Friday night fire meetings. Why? Because this area does not even really know about the move of the spirit of God. And so, or boldly, you know, preaching the word of God. So we reach out in those ways. We do, we minister in different areas of the United States and actually in different countries as the Lord sends us out. And so, you know, understand that we do community outreaches. I mean, there's so many different ways. Actually, we have the Bible school, of course, which are regular in the summer. We take a little bit of a break from that, but we're regular. So we actually find ourselves sowing the seed of the word and ministering on a daily basis, sometimes several times a day. And it should be like that in whatever God has called you to do. He will give you creative ideas to be able to do that. Why? Because there's increase that comes out of that. And it opens up new doors for you to operate in the gifting and calling that is upon your life, which will always be connected to an eternal purpose. So don't view it as like, okay, well, God has called me to be a teacher and an elementary educational teacher. So then you think that that's the only way that God can use you. No, 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 no. There's many actually opportunities and doors that the Lord will open up into that. And you, and understand that that's a huge area of ministry. It doesn't matter if you're, let's just say that, that you're, that you're a doctor, then you should know that the anointing is upon you to see healing come to people. So when you pray with them and you lay your hands on them and you give them advice and you give them, them wisdom, it's not going to be just from your natural training. It's going to come from from God that he's going to show you actually how that person, what they can do to see healing come into their body. And then the Lord will open up other opportunities for you to, to, for you to walk in that calling that will go outside of the doctor's office and things like that. So don't limit yourself. Just know that God desires to increase each one of you 
in whatever he has called you to do. And it will actually astound you sometimes the doors that he opens up. Sometimes he'll connect you to somebody else and through them, another door will open up. So you just, there's, there's actually no limits to what God will do, but you've got to get rid of thinking I can only do it this way. There's only one way and like, get rid of that, that, that small thinking that that's not, that doesn't belong to the Lord. Absolutely. Learn how to sow and sow bigger and sow regularly and consistently from what God has given to you. Yes. Don't sit around ever doing nothing. Don't sit around ever doing nothing. I don't have a problem with taking a day off, and I don't have a problem with giving a day to the Lord as a Sabbath, you know, and, and you know, spending time to, to worship God. But I want to tell you, the other parts of the, of the time, you need, to be, you need to be busy. And believe God to redeem the time even, the Word exactly. says. Exactly. Amen. And, and there, there's, there's too many lazy stewards. Right. God's blessed you and allowed you, and, and, and the, the sky is the limit, and you do a minimal amount of whatever it is. Because you're waiting on God to open up something before you. No, actually, just you just didn't go and make it happen. Make it happen. The word says it's the rights, the right, excuse me, the footsteps of the righteous are ordered or directed by him. So if you're not moving, there's no order or direction coming. He doesn't bless your butt. He bless your footsteps. Right. Your action. That's right. Just keep going. He, he promotes you, of course, when there's motion. That's what it means. Pro motion. The blessing comes upon you as you're doing. Stop waiting on somebody else to give you an opportunity. You have the power. You have everything that you need to go forward. Just do it. Just do it. Ask God for creativity. Ask God for ways to do it. But you don't have to keep waiting for an open door. You don't have to keep waiting for somebody to... You know, give you an opportunity to give you a, a leg up to, you know, the, you know, hey, you know, I, I need that, that, that lucky break. No, you don't. You just need to be diligent. Mm-hmm. You need to take what you have, what God has given you, seed, and begin to sow it. Right. And begin to sow it as much as you can. Just be a fanatical seed sower. Yes. Stop sitting around doing nothing. Right. Stop God didn't hesitating. call anybody to do that. Right. That's right. You don't hesitate. You don't, you don't, the Bible tells us not to despise the days of small beginnings. And I'll say in some levels, no matter what you do, because the Lord's always having you start new things. And so you could, even though you have great expansion around you, you could just be like, well, I'm not going to step out in that one area because we don't know how to do that. And that'll be small and insignificant. No, whatever the Lord tells you to do, every beginning point seems small, but you don't look at it and then go, well, I'm not going to do that. You know, some people are just full of themselves and full of pride. So I've even seen this like in young ministers, they're waiting for some, they think that the greatest thing would be like some church of a thousand people inviting them in. Sometimes, honestly, that's your biggest headache. I mean, we, you know, we've, you know, and the thing is, is like, if you're going to think that you're not going to minister at a place because it is small, then you know what? You're, you're too small actually for, to do anything then. Like, who do you think you are? Exactly. And so, you know, the thing is, is that in actually in every area of our life, 
there should be new places where we're sewing at, new things coming out. It's just like, you know, when we started the prison ministry here, and of course I can only speak from the ladies' side because that's what I'm involved in. I don't, I don't go on, we have men that go in the, um, to minister to the men and women that go in to minister to the women. Mm-hmm. Well, when we first started going in there, I mean, especially compared to now, it looked like really crazy. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we had a small amount of ladies. I remember the first time, I believe it was about six, I think it was five or six ladies that came and, um, it was, it was a little bit, uh, rough in the sense of like, oh my goodness, what are we doing? Uh, you know, and, and, but we were just faithful. We're like, okay, Lord, we believe every time and every time significant things would happen as far as salvations, people getting filled with the Holy ghost. But there was also things that, that would come against us. You could tell that they'd been fed a bunch of religion, even though they're in, in jail. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so we're, you know, we were doing a lot of plowing and everything, but you know, just as we're faithful to do that and thought, you know what, it doesn't matter. Even if, even if we came in here and there was only one lady that came, which there never has been, it's always, it's actually just continued to grow. I I think honestly, the smallest I believe was the five or six that we had, but you know what, it's like each time it has, it has increased. And now it's to the point where, um, (laughs) It is so amazing every time the power of God falls. I mean, these ladies are getting touched in such radical ways. We've now had a water baptism, you know, service in there where there was 20 some that were water baptized. So awesome. And now the ladies themselves during the week and everything, they're having their own Bible studies in their cells. Yeah. I mean, it's just like mind blowing to me. Revival breaking out in the jail It has been revival and it's actually spreading to them it talking they you know it's amazing how the, the connections that you know that they have even while they're in prison you know and um so different prisons that are hearing about it of course now we've had some that watch our television program that have heard about it. so i mean the the increase and the way that the word of god um spreads just because again you, the the word will not return void that's right and actually that's how seed is that's what god created seed it, it's not going to return it's impossible for seed to not produce and Amen. so whatever form that you sow in it, you're going to see provision. But see, if we would have said in the beginning, like, oh, well, we don't even have, we don't even know if, you know, if anybody in our church would be, would be interested in ministering in the prison and we're not going to have that much effect. And I mean, those people will never go to our church. You know what I mean? Those are all, I think you could recognize stupid limiting thoughts, right? If we would have given into those religious thoughts, really, then see, we would never actually be seeing what's happening now and seeing the change and the freedom that is coming to these ladies and these men's lives. I mean, it's radical, amazing testimonies that are coming forth and the power of God that's happening in those prisons. It's just amazing. And so don't ever despise when things start out small. Everything starts out small, but you know what? It increases fast and especially faster, much more faster, if that's a word, um, if you, and quicker, faster, faster, um, and much quicker, if you will speak the word, you'll mix faith with it and you'll declare and you are actually, and there's nothing like empowering other people with the word of God. That's right. Then they go on and you're, you're duplicating yourself and actually there is no limits and the multiplication just goes so quickly. So whatever area that the Lord has told you, and and I just encourage you again, sow in multiple areas, multiple ways. That's right. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you creative ideas. Ask him to give you fresh vision and direction 
and get in the word of God, do your part, get in the word of God, start speaking the word of God, and you're going to see everything change. And I promise you, even the way that you think is going to change. Amen. Well, we hope this has given a challenge to you (laughs) in regarding sowing seed and the power and the potential of it. We love you so much, and we're so glad that you've been listening to these podcasts. Please share them with somebody else. Subscribe so that you get notification of every time they drop, which is every Monday at noon Eastern time and every Friday at noon Eastern time. And so until we see you materialize in the flesh here (laughs) in Johnson City, God bless you. We love you so much. Have an amazing, amazing day. Yes, love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.